<sighs> deep breaths, Josh. Deep breaths. Ah, it's okay. Ah, ah. There you go. Hee haw, hee haw. <laughs> no, no. You always take it that extra step too far. Why? What? Why? I just said hee haw, hee haw. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Episode shady eight. Oh, oops, 68. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep your keep your stuff together there, Mr. Fry. It is episode 68. <clears throat> We're here to talk about video games. Welcome to the PlayStation 5 pot wait. Wait, no, that's no. that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the uh the third reaction to the PS5, the PS4, yeah. and the Alienware PC. The Alienware PC. I actually, you know, I'm jumping ahead here, but I like the look of it a lot. I do too. Actually, I, I think the it's... I think there's people out there that are hating on it way too much. Oh, yeah. well, no, it's fun. It's fun to poke fun at the things. I mean, but, yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like a sea creature <laughs> that had relations with a piece of technology, but that's okay. You know, it's a it's a sea creature technology, baby. I think it looks like the f- technology of the future. I mean, uh, it's got like some stealth technology going on, so yeah, you can, yeah. You can like hide it in places in plain sight. <laughs> to- that's why that's all there. That's to uh, bounce the radar yeah, back off, exactly. right? So you can't see and it on radar. And it's painted white because it's so obvious that you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, that way, if you need to, you can put it in your driveway and use it as a cone. So you can drive around it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And don't get me started on the controllers. I mean, I, you know, full disclosure, I, I love the way they look. But yeah. it looks like uh, Batman's Batarang or something. You're going to pull oh it out of your utility yes. belt and throw it. Yeah. Like his, like, remote control kind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the old Adam West Batman. Oh, no. That's th- That Batman doesn't exist. That's not that's real Batman. Not, that's not the right uh, universe. <laughs> there is a right Batman, and that is the wrong oh, one. Oh, fuck. Wow. Um, hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm Josh. You're Justin. This is pretty the Pretty Okay, okay Gamers okay. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, uh, something. Title, title, insert here. Title, spiel. yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's, our, here's our sponsors. Haha. <laughs> here we are. Sponsors. <laughs> oh, look at them all. Uh, okay, so uh, follow-up. <laughs> yeah, so um, I the only follow-up I have... Ooh, I didn't even type this in. Uh, I'm going to... No, it's empty. I was just going to make a joke about it being empty. Uh, I was going to add... Uh, like Justin's collecting corner, well, I guess it's yours oh, too. Oh yeah, collecting corner, corner with a K. All right. Um, I think that we have uh, we have split. So I think you should have the collecting corner, and I will have the retro console corner. Uh, what, or something. But I'm when I say collecting, I'm still playing them. Like I was just playing. Oh, you know, I know you are. Yeah, okay. yeah. We're just playing the games in different ways. I think you're playing them through different means, is what you're saying, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. you're doing it through the new way. I'm being archaic and going the other way. Got it. Which is totally fine because the archaic way is super awesome too. Oh yeah, I'm not discrediting it, obviously, because I'm spending mm-hmm, stupid mm-hmm. amount of money on this. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so as we when we talked last, I had picked up an NES. I have Gauntlet. Um, I have Super Mario Brothers, the f- original one, and Duck Hunt, uh, that combo uh, one. Uh, and then Super Mario Bros. 3, and I just recently picked up Final Fantasy, the original one. Well, 
the first one on NES, which is technically is that's not the first one. Is that how it goes? Like, no, no, you got it. That's the first okay. one. It's the original. It did come to the United States on the NES, yeah. and it did not do as well in Japan right. as in Japan. I, I, I can't. I just can't remember how it works with like the threes, number one and one. I don't remember which how they got involved, where that starts to pan out. Some yeah, so it goes two in the U.S. was actually four in Japan. Jesus. Okay, so, so stop because you're gonna. <laughs> they skipped two and three. I'm trying to make it simple for you. They skipped two and three because those came out in Japan uh-huh. and they didn't bring them to the U.S. So then when they brought four over to the U.S., that was two here. So that makes, yeah, it's confusing. Never mind. Yeah, I was like, the- <laughs> I was trying to make it simpler, and it's not because I just realized that when they brought six over, that was three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it's like so that's totally backwards. yeah. Five never made it over until it was in the anthology for PlayStation Jeez. and all those things. So either way, yeah, never mind, never mind. That's okay. Uh, I didn't say anything. It's fine. Well, anyways, but you did. That is the original. You have the original in your hands, cool. in your hot little hands. And it's really cool. Um, I fired it up, and the and theme song, like the music, intro music, is awesome. I I just it's just cool. Uh, and it just feels really awesome. Um, uh, it's amazing how complete that game is. Yeah. Even like yeah. like how much of like the today's Final Fantasy stuff yes. is still yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from that game. I mean, some, a lot of the character designs are very similar. Like even the uh, the jabs, the jabs, the jabs, jabs, the jabs. Yeah, and then um, the one thing too that cracks me up is like the save process is very much the same. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is Final Fantasy VII saving. This is weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um i showed a picture i can't unfortunately show it to, to in, in the show notes because it's explicit um but i something funny when i fired the game up originally i went and, and there, it had said would you like to continue from a save game i went interesting they i don't know if there's of course the, you always have to continue yes well and i was curious so i clicked continue <laughs> and what showed up was just a game I, like i had started somewhere i don't know where and i hit uh paw or start or select i can't remember which one it was um, but it fired up the screen with showing the characters that i was playing with and they they had some explicit names given to them and i just kind of had like a little laugh hoping that this was like an eight-year-old who thought he was cool and <laughs> named these things it is funny though <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like oh that's classic uh, i don't know this is a stupid question but can you clear that save yeah, yeah, totally. You should be able to, right? So I'll, I'll just yes, save on top of that. for sure. Um, but yeah. So, I think I think you just start new game and then hit save yeah. and you save over top, yeah. Um, and then I picture, uh, I had bought uh, Dragon Warrior, but uh, because our postal service is top-notch, um, <laughs> right now it's, and it has been for the last seven days six days in transit from the starting location so uh luckily the ebay person i bought it from i reached out to them and hopefully and they were really awesome about it they're like yeah we'll monitor and if if not we'll do like a full refund or he has other uh copies of it in better condition he said he'll just ship it again uh and if the other one shows up then he's like congrats you have two dragon warriors (laughs) nice so um, if you get two, I get yes, one. Yes, I uh, trust me. That's how it works. I just want to put it on my shelf, okay, just so I can stare at it. It is pretty say, cool. Oh. I will say, I think part of this is why I like it so much is because the uh, like the art on some of these are the really art on cool. them are amazing. Yes, specifically, they don't do illustrations on games like that anymore. They just you know Dragon, show you the gameplay yes. or the actual game rendering. It's like that. It looks better than what a guy would draw. Dragon Warrior looks awesome, uh, or Dragon Quest. Sorry, and the Final Fantasy is like a like an eighties dark crystal looking 
um yes or labyrinth or whatever it was it's funny um those early games and i think I don't remember if it was Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. It was Final Fantasy that did it first where you have the weapons on the box art. Oh, cool. Instead of like actual people. <laughs> so then Dragon Warrior, which was Dragon Quest, um, started doing the same thing. Yeah, so then cool. you get this whole like set of games where it's just weapons and there's no people <laughs> on the box art. Well, Zelda had the shield. And, and yes, then it did. Zelda 2 has the sword. The sword. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, fun fact, I missed out on a bid that was $12 for the first one, and I was Ooh, ex- that's a good extremely one. pissed off because yeah, that's someone a good one. must have like cheated something, I don't know, because it was it said four days, and I checked back after it was three days, and it was like, oh, it's sold. I'm like, what? It, wait, hold on. That's not how this works. There's no buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess somebody made an offer. Who knows? And someone was a dummy because they just got that game for much cheaper uh, than anybody else. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. I have my eyes set on a GameCube currently. I'm waiting for pictures to verify that it's, like, really decent quality. Um, It has two controllers, thank gosh, and they're functioning, thank gosh, Uh, owned by two adults that played it when they were kids. (laughs) Um, So hoping it's, it's, like I said, still in good condition. Um, and hearing back from a couple other people that, again, as Josh has pointed out, just people fell into my lap about somebody's basement holding stuff, and I'm not trying. And literally, these people are I don't understand. To me. <laughs> I don't understand. It makes me mad and jealous, and I'm pissed. But it's okay because I, I won't be um, – and because of this, I'm trying to field any wants of Josh's over so I can see if other people have things. So um, – if this person has like an extra NES, I'll be like, Hey, I have a buddy who wants an NES. So that's what my hope well, is. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. And then I try and ret- tried to clean up my NES that I got. That was yellowed. It, I'd say it worked out. Okay. <laughs> that was my first attempt to like de yellow, uh, an older system and it worked, but, uh, it, there's some streaking and whatnot because reasons. So, I might try something different depending on how things go because I still have another NES controller uh, that it was not, um, re- what would you call it, restored uh, solely because there was a single flipping screw that could not come out and because it, it had snapped. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys have got to be kidding me. It's my last dang <laughs> screw. And so now I have to get it out safely and get a replacement one which i'm it just doesn't technically need it because all five out of the six work fine it's just you know completionist wanting to make sure it's got all the dang screws in it but yeah it's pretty crazy and those nes things are super awesome inside super basic there's two cords (laughs) three plugins there's the power and reset which plugs into one spot and then your player one and player two it's pretty cool (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, for the screw, are you just going to Dremel it out? How are you planning to yeah, get it Yeah, I'll probably have like a little small tool uh, that's smaller than um, the actual – not Phillips. It was a uh, – yeah, it was a Phil- – it's like a, some special Phillips size head screw uh, screwdriver. Um, it'll It's basically like a set almost, and it just kind of gets zipped a little bit in there, and then you can pull it out. Or what I'll do is uh, try and like back it out by – removing all the other screws and tilting it a little bit and giving some um 
force so that it has leverage and comes out. So we'll see. I just don't want to break anything because hmm. I want to preserve yeah, these no. things um, as much as possible. So, yeah, that's my rant for f- God dang it, man. I'm on it today. I'm just swearing <laughs> up two swears today. Oh, pretty close. Uh, pretty I'm close. Have to start making a swear jar. Okay, I'm done ranting about my stuff. <sighs> What's going on, on your side on Retro Corner? Oh, I am just... Um... I have just inundated myself with research on <laughs> retro handhelds. Yes, That's have. what I'm doing. So Dangerous. I don't really have anything to report other than to say that so far what I have been able to find out is if you're willing to spend more money, the RG350 or mm. RG350M mm. model of, I forget what the brand is, and I'll get it for you by the end of the podcast. Something retro, is, retro something. Yeah, it's the Retro Game 350 or 350M um, the M is the aluminum body style, Ooh. and the regular 350 uh, without the aluminum body is 129 right now. So okay. that's way more than I want to spend yeah, on a retro handheld. Totally. But it is the best one from what I can find. It's it's like the best quality build. Yeah. It's got the best buttons. The screen on it is really good. From everything that I've been able to read and put together, that's that's like your awesome go-to yeah hand those things have been go-to for sure popping up like crazy and and that one in particular does emulate playstation one up to playstation one just fine right so you know you can do whatever you want with it (laughs) uh the one that i have my eye on is the bitboy version 2 Mm -hmm. the bitboy um pocket go version. same company technically different company yeah different company but that one is their newest version that is a 3.5 inch screen just like the rg350 um good processor so you can again you can emulate up to playstation one with that one which is not my intent i I, what i want a retro handheld for is to play nes snes and to play gba so and some game uh game boy yeah of course so Everything else, uh, I might play some Fantasy Star on, you know, Sega, but that's, I already have that on my iPhone. So um, everything else is fine. I don't even need anything else. So that's what I'm looking for. And it may be overkill, but I, I feel like when you go below that price, you can get the smaller ones and they seem to be okay, but each one of them has their own set of flaws that you have to accept. And when you go up that $30 mark, so like some of them are $35, some of them are 40 mm-hmm. But if you add 20 or 30 bucks, you get to the, um, in theory, you get to the Pocket Go V2, right. and then that has everything. So yeah. it's got the better 60 hertz screen. Right. It's got the better processors, more RAM. It's got everything, the bigger screen. That's so, um, the one I'm looking yeah. at eventually, just because of the bigger screen for my crappy eyes. Uh, I think, honestly, in my hands, I feel like I need something a little bit bigger than that the one that you were looking at but it, either way yeah. it's i think yours is really cool because it's like a um i don't know what the it's what was the game boy mini what the heck was it called That's, well the one i had originally looked at was the ldk game which was the landscape version yeah um but you know it's just i just talked myself out of it into the bitboy um pocket go v2 because it's like 20 or 30 dollars yeah. it's like at that point you just add that on and you're there and i was just worried about every time going is it going to be another 20 or 30 dollars then i'm i'm up to the 130 dollar mark and i'm like that's not what i want to do i'd rather just buy a switch at that point so right. um anyway 
that's to say that, you know, like you mentioned, they keep cropping up like hotcakes. Uh, 2019 had a pile of them. And these are really just the 2019 models. Yeah. And so we really haven't even seen anything from this year. 100%. And I imagine so, there's going to be a lot more because of. Oh, many for sure. Reasons. They're <laughs> flying off the shelf. Like actually tried to order the LDK. Um, somebody tried to order it for me for Father's Day and they got a message that they wouldn't get it to the end of July. So they canceled that. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, I'd rather have the Pocket Go V2 anyway, but even that is hard to come by these days. So it's everybody wants the consoles, the retro consoles, the retro handhelds, everybody wants them and they're flying off the shelf. So once this whole COVID situation kind of evens out a little bit, they'll probably be easier to get. Yeah. And by that time, they probably will have newer models or different models. But I will tell you that each time they come out with new models, they're getting better and yes, better and better. And the these qualities. are all Chinese handhelds. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty Anyway, crazy. it's exciting. I just, for me, I don't, I would rather take the money for the collecting, which someday I will do. And I would like to do as like a, ooh, I found this. This is very nice. Yeah. You know, just accidentally. And it was really cheap. Yeah. Um, but... I would like to take that money and put it towards, you know, I don't know, a PlayStation 5 or, yeah. uh, I don't know, Last of Us 2 or, right. I don't know, Horizon Zero Dawn, Dawn or whatever the new Zero one is Dawn. called. Oh Forbidden, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, because there are things that I really want that are coming out. So I would rather just get one thing that I can take with me places because I love handhelds. I always have and play all the games all the time. So, yeah. All day. That's every my thing. Um the the one thing that gets me with these things is the idea of being able to play like a Pokemon games on here, uh, uh -huh. and all the cool stuff, and then switch to play the original Zelda, and then switch to play you know, um, Link to the Past or yeah. Link's Awakening. Like you could just like, keep going through all these awesome games in one system. Um, yes. So I think it's pretty neat, and they look cool and. I mean, how can you not pass up? That's really not. If you really think about it, that's compared to like what you. If you were to try and buy all those consoles right now, oh used, yeah, that's a steal. <laughs> compared to the that. normal price for the, I didn't even say the Pocket Go V2 is eighty dollars. Yeah. So when I looked at it first, it was sixty-five, but now it's back up to eighty. I'm sure because everybody was buying them. Yeah. Um, but even at eighty dollars, you know, it's a lot of money. But it's also not a lot of money. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, not compared to uh, other stuff. But yeah, I'm very excited about the idea that I could switch from you know Link to the Past to the Pokemon from the GBA, which I really want to play. Yes. Those. Um, and then you know I could throw up Metal Gear if I wanted to and just play that. So exactly. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's exciting. We'll have to keep people posted on our. Uh, yeah. Because actually, I think part of it was somebody heard we were doing. We were collecting and then told somebody and that person told another person who was like, oh, wait, I have stuff. So well, maybe nice. this will work out for us in the long run. Um, but, yeah. So speaking of games, what have you been games. playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my list is not as long as it has been in the past. But they're long you know, games. Two weeks or three weeks. But, you know, except, they are long games. Except one. Um, yeah. I. I want to highlight Tetris. I've been playing Tetris, and my wife and I have been competing with our scores back and forth. Awesome. I currently have the high score right now, so, you know. But uh, she had me going for a while there, so uh, that's a fun time. I love that game. Probably, I you know, I'd be willing to put the greatest game ever created on Tetris. It's just, like, everyone can pick it up. Everyone can play it. Everyone can aspire to be good. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's fun. 
It's so good. That's such a great game. Anyway, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I finished. Oh, my goodness. And then I've been playing Final Fantasy VII as well, but that's mostly because I want to go back and kind of see how I feel after Remake, but also it's easy to play on my iPad anytime I want, so that's nice. Um, Dragon Quest out my uh, bottom. (laughs) (laughs) I've been playing Dragon Quest out my bottom. Yes, you have. (laughs) And that's partially why I can't wait to get dragon quest alone like that i that is the game that i i thought i thought star wars was going to do it for me but i'm still like feeling it out it's a good game i just it's not taking dragon quest 11 is so good yes you know i know it is i played way too much and like i really like the witcher 3 game like i really like witcher 3 which is the other thing i've been playing but witcher 3 is great it's just like i don't know i just i've been playing it the last week and and i'm enjoying it but i'm not like i have to keep you've heard me say this over and over again on this podcast everybody's heard me say it. i don't feel like i have to go play this game you know what i mean i don't have that like little kid feeling like i can't wait to get back to the witcher it's like me like i love the books i love them and i loved the show but the the game not but the game is also (laughs) amazing but it's like I just don't have the drive where I'm, I'm like dying to play it. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was dying to get back I mean, to that yes. plane, uh, game. Um, Dragon Quest XI is that. Like every time I go, well, maybe I'll just play a little Dragon Quest XI. It turns into like, I'm like I love this game. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I turn it on and immediately from starting where I'm at, I'm like, man, I love this game. <laughs> it's just good. Look, it's just as fun. It's cool, fun. It's that that good JRPG style. Like it's just good. It's just all it's good. so good. There's no words it's for so, it. So good. It's just good. <laughs> and it's not for everybody, but it is for if you. If um, it's not for you, you're eight, wrong, So that's fine. Eight. I've also been playing a ton of eight. Eight is so good too. Eight is eight is awesome because it's handheld and it's just like Dragon Quest Eleven, um, but I, just a slightly different story. Mm-hmm. You know, none of them have incredible stories. You're always the hero, but. Um, Eight is good too, really good. I what I love about them are the characters. Yes. Each each of the Dragon Quest games has great characters, and I love them. And then I've been playing five on my phone a ton because you can play it one handed. So I'll feed the baby and play five. And five is also very good. <laughs> I actually just married. So five is interesting because five is a game where you it's the you Sims. play, yeah, you play in timelines. So of yourself. And so you play as a little kid, you play as an adult, you play with your, you know, your dad and you play where you see your I thought this was going best friend and then you marry your best friend <laughs> and like, no, it's, it's a good thing. So it's really cool because you get to see all the different timelines of your character and it's really awesome. So, um, you know, again, not an amazing story. You're basically looking for the hero of long lost legend, but it doesn't matter. That's not why I come to JRPGs. If I came to JRPGs for story or, or, or games for the story that's written as like a plot, like that's already been done. We know all the stories. They're all out there already right. on different things. This is about the characters and they're so fun. So, uh, And then, yeah, The Witcher 3. I've been playing The Witcher 3. Nice. Which I have made progress. I think I'm close to 90 hours at this point. Jesus. So, yeah. Mary and Joseph, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> good it's game. like casual. Good yeah, I think I've got like, you know, a good 90 hours. <laughs> The thing is, though, think about what I'm saying, right? Think about the way I'm describing the game, right? I'm not like, oh, my God, I, I put in another 20 hours this week. I just couldn't put no, it down. It's it like time, yeah. I have 90 hours in The Witcher 3, and I'm still like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's that's pretty good. not normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not normal. And it's easy to sink time into that game, and I, I enjoy it. It's just not like 
I have to get back to The Witcher. So yeah, yeah. it's it's good. You're, it's you're good not game. They know how to make games, and they know how to make good characters. And I will say the one thing that's amazing about that game, not the one thing. Oh my gosh, there are so many things about that game that are amazing, like the world building, right. the detail. But the voice acting for the American voices is awesome. They did a fantastic job. Just fantastic job. Do you ever get like weird echoes when you're listening to them talk every once in a while? Like it sounds like they're in a very, like they recorded in a room with no sound deadening. (laughs) No. And if I did, I would throw up because that's, was my main complaint as we all know from the last episode with the uh super mario brothers sunshine no no <laughs> so. this is this this was like i'm pretty sure it's not just me or maybe it was just on the switch version but it's like they had an echo chamber and it's just oh. like so, and some people would be like super quiet i'm like what what is this person saying i can't i'm standing uh. right in front of them and i can't hear them <laughs> I just described everything I just did, and yet I did a part of one of the quests where I was, like, writhing in my chair with excruciating, like, oh, my God, I can't listen to what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) There's a part where somebody gets tortured and you hear them. Oh, jeez. And it's, like, you have to sit in the room and, like, listen to them get tortured while they distract. Like, they're there to distract while you are trying to extract information from somebody, and they're being tortured in the next room. That's right. That's how they're distracting. And it's like, I'm sitting listening to this happen, and it's not real, and I have to keep telling myself it's not real. So, yeah. Interesting. It's a good game. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> um, I have been playing Final Fantasy. I f- actually, I should say this. I finished Final Fantasy Seven. The original one. All right. Which is a huge deal. Um, I will say the Sephiroth battle was extremely difficult and made me sweat because <laughs> I used many Phoenix Downs to revive my characters several times because he would just like one shot me. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. I appreciate that. Let me just, uh, you know, hope to God you don't get another hit in on the next person who's the only person alive <laughs> right now who's a freaking frog because you turned me into a frog. So I don't know. Wow. It just was ridiculous, but it was really good. I, the story for me finally made sense. <laughs> like it started, I started to connect the dots yeah. as things were being put together. Um, and make, and I, I, I have a, a different respect for the game after beating it. Um, for sure. Because I could only imagine what this felt like when you were playing it originally, like as in when oh, it came so out. So good. Uh, it it was, despite the <laughs> Barrett's like really cheesy things that he would say and like the whole very <laughs> cheesy one-liners and things like that. Uh, the whole cloud storyline was amazing. Like it, once you think about it, it, it's like wow. Isn't it incredible? Yeah, and it's like even for the time, but even now, no games really deal with mental issues no. at all yeah no and it's incredible it's an incredible story yeah it basically he was a nobody <laughs> and and became a somebody by happenstance by somebody giving him like your you my legacy is your we, legacy i think at some point we should blow the spoiler okay here's the because here it is. I we should talk about okay, Final on. Fantasy at some point. Uh, the spoiler. We're gonna throw this um, right here. What are you spoiler doing? Spoiler <laughs> alarm. Hey, hey, hey! Right here. We're doing it. Um, yeah. So, like, I guess now nah, we're just gonna jump right into it. Uh, before we talk about PS Five. Well, you know what? So, spoiler alert: we're spoiling. We're gonna spoil at some point. Maybe at the end of the episode, we'll do it, or maybe yeah, we'll do it right I'll, now. I'll, what, do you want to do it at the yeah, end? Yeah, let's or do you let's avoid. Do it? I'll just get to the fact that I beat it and I love it. And the clouds 
storyline is amazing. Uh, awesome. I played okay. Super, Super Mario Bros. 3 for way too long. Oh, yeah. Um, Super Mario Bros. 3 is the best Mario. So this is what happens. <laughs> it's not true, but it's close. I, literally what I did was like, oh, cool. I put my, my NES back together. It looks better. It looks good. It's running great. It still works after I put it back together. I'm just going to just, you know, fire up Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Brothers 3 and Gauntlet. An hour and a half later, I'm sitting there mm-hmm. playing. I'm like, what the f- oh gosh seriously (laughs) why is it this time what oh my god i need to turn this off and uh i had played i don't remember how far in super mario brothers but then gauntlet like was calling my name and i played an hour of gauntlet because it's just one of my very old school favorite games just like galaga and i was enjoying it way too much and uh to the point where i was like i need to get the second one (laughs) so i i'm looking for the second one um, but yeah, the, those are the games great game. I basically played a bunch of old games and Stardew, but I'm just going to start leaving Stardew out because that's like a given. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm playing Stardew when I'm not playing anything else. I'm literally playing hours of Stardew. I checked, I have to go check it now and see if it's updated, but I think I'm approaching over a hundred hours. So <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I love this game so much. It's my animal crossing before animal crossing was cool. So yeah, I I I'm not an Animal Crossing person. I think I missed it as we talked about many many times. Right. But um, this one looks good. I see I see Stardew and I'm like, oh, that game's so it good. It is. Insane. I wish I had more time to sink into that game. You do just have to sink time. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. But some cool things that have happened if you're not living under oh, a rock. Oh, what happened? What could have happened? Uh, what happened? Everyone's probably talking about it. The PS5 release, or sorry, the reveal. Um, <laughs> Well, before we launch into that, do you think we should take a break? Oh, gosh, Josh, you're always on this. this You're great. Uh, I don't know. I'm not on it. That's why I'm trying to be on it. Let's pause here and take a break so that we can uh, listen to our sponsors. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not our sponsors at all, but somebody. You're 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 going to listen to somebody on our our, uh, our, uh, network. So here, here, have them talk. Okay, we'll be back. Okay, PlayStation Five. <laughs> yes, the PlayStation Five. If you didn't live yes. under a rock. We are the reveal talk about that of for PlayStation a Five. And I didn't. You know, I thought they were gonna do what some others have done in the past, yeah. where they weren't gonna reveal anything. They were just gonna talk about the cool things it can do. Be jerks. And show you neat. Yeah, neat like graphics and say. Here is a list on the screen of the things it does and just peace out. But no, it right at the end, they showed but it and it is really You cool really think they weren't going to show it after like, Xbox is basically I, or Microsoft well, been like Yeah, I don't know. I see and yeah, I feel like they I feel like Xbox already paved the way for that, so why not? Yeah. If you know, you don't want to reveal yours. But they were ready. They were see, my theory had been that maybe they weren't ready for it and they were scrambling. But they obviously were ready for it and they were not scrambling and it looks great. It looks like they're being very, very very strategic because I wonder how close of a decision it was for them to make an all digital. Um, because Xbox officially hasn't said that they have another version of the Xbox Series X. Other than they haven't announced it, they said they were working correct. on it, or that it's coming. So, at that point, they had said it was going to be all digital, which we or they, yes. that it would be something like that. So at this point, PlayStation's like, well, we know that we're probably still going to be more expensive, uh, but we can at least 
try and soften the blow by doing the digital and getting it closer to the digital version that Xbox has. And I think that's a very calculated move, <laughs> but also yeah. plays to people who really won't want to spend the extra thir- uh, 50 or whatever dollars it's going to be probably for the digital or yeah, they don't want to spend it for the original, the, the standard version, but also I think it looks better as the all digital than the one with the 4K Blu-ray player. Um, maybe yeah. because I don't have any Blu-rays, <laughs> so uh, I have no sense, no use for it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The thing is that I I would prefer to be all digital. We've been through this. Yes. I like digital. I go digital. I buy digital. I like the discounts on digital. Yeah. Most of my games on PlayStation 4 are digital. are digital, but then I do also have physical copies because people like to buy you games, and buying you a code is not as cool. Yes, so, that's true. Um, and also, sometimes you get those wacky Best Buy deals that are like $9 for XYZ, and it's the physical. And you're like, it's like okay, what? cool. Are you, uh, did someone get drunk and yeah. hit the wrong sale button? Yeah, that's right. So I do have physical games and I feel as though this will continue yeah. because they exist. And um, so I, I I could do all I could do the all digital. I could see myself being really comfortable with that, yeah. but I could also see myself being comfortable with the uh, physical version as well. I do want to comment, though, that I believe I heard from somebody secondhand that Xbox did an interview or something. What's the guy's name? Larry or whatever that does the Xbox stuff. Larry? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, and anyway, uh, but I guess he was quoted as saying that they're waiting for PlayStation to announce their price and then they will announce theirs. So literally, they're just going to wait to see what PlayStation does. Yeah. So I have a feeling that the PlayStation's going to be 5 or $600, one of those two. And then the digital, like you said, will be $50 cheaper. You're talking about Phil Spencer? Okay. Yes, Phil, Larry. And okay, then, so Larry, it, you're talking about the dude that's Major Nelson. No, I was just making up a name. Uh, I was Larry is legitimately I, like, Major I couldn't Nelson. remember Phil's name, so I just went with Larry. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so then they're just going to probably either undercut or just make it the same. Yeah. Because... From what I've also heard, that the Xbox is more expensive to manufacture, potentially. I don't really believe that. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really believe that. I think they're all going to be the same, manufacturing-wise. And I think that people base that opinion that they have on the quote-quote teraflops that the Xbox has, which are higher, which doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. (sighs) It's a console, guys. Come on. Yeah. The end thing that's going to make these make or break this generation is going to be the games, 100%. Yeah. And what I saw from the PlayStation event was a giant pile of first-party and new IP games that are going to look amazing yes. and then also sequels. Granted, they all come out in 2021, so they're not going to be launch titles. But still, I'm way more excited about that pile of stuff than what I saw from Xbox, yeah. which is unfortunate because the Xbox looks awesome, too. That tower looks amazing. Yeah, that's pretty neat. It's just... I'm not excited about the stuff they were talking about, which I maybe I'm just not the demographic, and maybe because I play single single player games almost exclusively. Yes. Maybe I'm just not the guy. Maybe so you're just too I, old. It's for somebody. It just doesn't seem like it's. So for me. that is right where I wanted to start or talk about some like the PS5 in general. Uh, one, I I think this is going to be the year. 
that I choose to buy the PlayStation instead oh of my. Xbox. He's making declarations already. <sighs> well, yes, because um, <laughs> I, I love Halo as much as I do, as everybody knows. But the the chance that it will go to PC and I play it, I can play exactly. it on like medium, probably, maybe. <laughs> I, I will take it because <laughs> that means I don't have to buy a console literally just to play two games. Because let's be honest, it's probably going to be the only two games I would get for Xbox would be Halo and whatever the Forza's that come out. Um, whereas if you look at PlayStation, I'm already missing out on, you know, The Last of Us 2, which is killing me. Oh, yes. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one which I still have yet to play. It was seeing you play it. Amazing. It was amazing. And all the other PlayStation games that like I, I, I personally think will be, I'll enjoy more uh, now that I literally only play single player games, just like you. Uh, it just makes more sense. And after watching the reveal, we'll recap because I couldn't watch it at the time. Uh, a lot of the games look really cool. Um, RE8. Yeah. I mean, uh, a werewolf. Resident Evil, like I, at first I was like, "What um, is he a zombie? <laughs> is it a zombie wolf?" Like, I don't. But I love the scene that it's set in. It's different. It's yeah. like a Eastern Europe, Eastern European, Eastern Bloc kind of country. Um, so yeah, the yeah. Game, the game list looked amazing. I mean, they had the Ratchet and Clank. By gosh, that looked. Those games have never really been for me, but I I think they are really well developed right. and incredibly made Insomniac and they've always amazing. been hot, just top notch and you could see from their demo that was incredible like it's like wow these guys know how to make games yeah. <laughs> and wow that, that was definitely taking advantage of the hardware yeah so. that looked like the most technically savvy a technically advanced game probably to date or just in general uh announced for both sides uh because the fact that they like had the the hyper the switching between the the dimensions or whatever the locations like that's like basically spinning up an entire level ready for you to jump into that warp and it's instantly there which is yeah. pretty impressive and you can do that multiple times like back and forth so uh yeah that that definitely looked pretty cool um what other things uh horizons new uh expansion or not expansion they didn't call it two. The sequel, the sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. They didn't say two, which I kind of liked that. Well, it's weird because, um, so if you look at the pages and everything, it's Horizon Forbidden West. Hmm. But if you look at the art for the title, it's like Horizon Forbidden West, but right underneath Horizon is like a specialized line. And then there's two lines denoting like number, number two, two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you could say horizon two forbidden west some people have been saying horizon two forbidden west but on sony's page on paper, it's just horizon yeah. forbidden west right. so uh i that's that's the console seller for me and i know a lot of people will disagree with me but horizon zero dawn was such an incredible game and just such a moment in time for me to bring me really back into gaming in a heavy way and i just i don't know why i i would like to at some point i guess try to decompress why i i'm having a hard time figuring out why exactly other than i mean i could list it all out probably but it'd take forever so we should probably talk about that at some point why that game is amazing but it is amazing in my opinion and this one looks no different and probably better so yeah, well, i I'm imagine yeah very very excited about it um 
the Mortal Shell game I know is all platforms, uh, but I have a feeling it's going to be pretty awesome on PlayStation because I just imagine Dark Soulsian games are meant for PlayStation. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> That's silly, but totally not true. <laughs> what do you mean it's not true? I mean, it's it's definitely, I feel like that's where they came from. Yeah. But, and I could see where you would say that I mean, that's how it feels. Yeah, it just it feels like that's where they but, came from. Yeah, but I mean, everybody's going to get them. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's going to get Demon them. And Demon Souls, Souls yes. that looks awesome. Demon Souls is a game that I could go back and try to find, not find, I just buy it on the store for PlayStation 3 because my PlayStation 3 still works. But um, I don't know. I just, I like Dark Souls a lot and I just had no desire to try and go back and find something even harder. And Demon's Souls is incredibly hard from what I've watched and seen and heard and read. It's like so punishing. So it will be fun to try that game and it looked gorgeous absolutely what was that tokyo game um i always forget the name of it. i don't know but how cool is that that was ghostwire tokyo Ghostwire, thank you uh that was pretty neat uh yes, i thought that cool. was pretty cool um there was the bethesda game uh that i can't think of it was like a weird uh uh it was like an adventure game uh, and i have all the ones i can't remember which title it is i have the list of titles up i can't was it jet no, no that was, was a different game death game i know that sounds terrible but the, uh, we're doing we're doing live follow-up with this yeah it's great pretty great there's death loop death loop that's what it is uh death loop looks pretty cool um i like how stylized it was yes uh the word i'm trying to think of it it's very um it's, it's, it looks it reminds me of, of like what control will probably feels like and my, the old second second sight game i played back in the day on ps2 um where like you have, you have these like weird psycho telekinesis like telekinetic powers that just weird cool things so uh yeah those both look really great. Um, I think the whole presentation of the PlayStation was pretty cool. Like they they threw yeah. the games up first, and uh, played through, like you got to actually see real in game play, in game footage, which is something that definitely Microsoft could have done better on with theirs. Uh, granted, the stream itself was garbage quality at least I, I was having a lot of issues with like 30 f- oh i wasn't having any so, yeah so it must have been uh, the, it wasn't just me because i saw people were complaining about it so maybe you oh that's too bad uh, but a lot of the games were like running at 30 fps and it was causing a weird syncing issues but uh anyways um yeah i mean the this is interesting it definitely confused me because i didn't know if i wanted to get the xbox this year i was pretty set on it but i won't be getting it launched because i'm not paying the whatever launch oh, tax yeah. i'm very excited about the playstation 5 but i don't plan on getting it at launch it's no. launch tax I, no thank I, you. I would rather either wait for it to drop in price or the games that i really want come out on it and then i feel like i have to buy it right um, exactly no that's ridiculous to say out loud but still uh which really is just Horizon. Yeah. You know, I, I really want to play Resident Evil 8. I really want to play, you know, we named some of the ones that I want to play too, but Horizon Forbidden West is the one that's going to get me, and that's going to sell me the PlayStation, basically. And there's nothing on Xbox that I feel that way about, which yeah. I know it's just me and one opinion, but 
none of the games that they've shown or talked about or say that are coming, I just, it's not, it's like, okay, it sounds great. Um, and the other part that I feel like may have been a misstep, I know in some ways it's incredible. And and we've see, said it here on this podcast that it's it's a cool way to go. But I'm starting to wonder now with PlayStation, if it's maybe a little bit of a misstep, that is that Xbox slash Microsoft is going with play anywhere, play right. wherever you want. And the thing is, like, why would I buy the Xbox when I have a PC that I can play all those games on? Like, I, my PC can handle many of those games. And maybe I'll have to drop it down on the one I have now. But I plan on upgrading my PC as well. So maybe I just take the money I'd spend on an Xbox and upgrade my PC. You know, that that whole thinking now is pretty solidified with the lineup for PlayStation in my mind, where I want certain games on PlayStation that I can't get anywhere else. And that's how I've treated PlayStation 4. Like, I've played the games on PlayStation 4. I've only bought games on PlayStation 4 that I can really play on PlayStation 4. Everything else I buy on Steam right. or I buy on Origin or it's all on my PC. I have 400-something <gasps> games that I want to play in Steam. You know, So that's that's the way I've been thinking about it. And the Xbox doesn't really lend itself to that for me because I already have something right. that plays the Xbox games. So, yeah. So um, I don't know if you saw, and this is kind of like a little sidestep, uh, that with the leaks of the Star Wars Squadron, did you see that? No, I did not see so that. So this is literally within the last couple hours. Um, actually, no, it's I'd say about 12 plus uh, there's a league this this morning and yesterday or yesterday into this morning of a game, uh, Star Wars Squadron by EA that looks like a fighter based Star Wars game, uh, yeah. and it wasn't supposed to really supposed to leak out obviously, and now they're having a reveal uh, Monday um, for the game, so that'll be exciting. It I don't know if it's exclusive. It's EA, so I doubt it's going to be exclusive anymore because they need the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it says that it is a head-to-head battle um, ship combat game, so space aerial combat, which is and cool. it features single-player campaign, but the main focus is multiplayer. Yes, no. So, well, I don't play. Probably not a game for Josh. Yep, I didn't realize <laughs> that. Well, that, we'll see what it looks like. Um, but maybe the single-player campaign will be really good. It just sounds very Titanfall 1 to me. Yeah, no bueno. Titanfall is amazing, but it's just not... There was no camera. Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 Great. is the one that that sealed the deal. Uh, I was watching somebody do a speed run of that at the this, this silly IGN summer days of what gaming or whatever the heck it's called, <laughs> um, which also has been super underwhelming. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, PlayStation 5, unbelievable. Uh, price is... I'm, I'm sure it's going to be $700 for some stupid reason, um, or at least between <laughs> $600 and $700. I don't see it being a- anything less than that, unfortunately, um, just because we look at the trends and the cost of the product itself. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be around there, uh, which also begs the question, should you just build the PC to play some of these games? Sorry. Not all PS4 games are on PC. So. <laughs> no, our yeah, PS5 yeah. games will be on PC. So, well, and you know, if trends keep on. Maybe eventually they will be yes. PC games much later. But you know, we're just starting to potentially get Horizon Zero Dawn on PC this summer. So that's pretty behind. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a five dollar game at this point for the complete edition. <laughs> I saw it. So. 
Anyway, um, PlayStation Five. I'm excited. Yes. So, yeah. Did we looking forward to want it? Want to actually have a an actual topic <laughs> today? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do we have time? I haven't even looked. Um, well, we got like 15, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, I'd, I'd like to try and talk about Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, why don't Why don't yes. we just talk about like the the innate differences between the two? We can do that. We can't do that. We can do parts of it. We can't do parts of it. So, so let me stop you right there. So I think what we should do is talk about spoilers and you finishing Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. VII and talk about that game. Yes. Because what we can't do is we cannot discuss Final Fantasy VII Remake. And here's why. I cannot give any reactions or give any statements about it because it will – I can't even say what it will do. I, I cannot say – Anything other than wow. My reaction to Final Fantasy VII Remake is wow. Okay. And I love that game. Okay. <laughs> I love it with all my heart. Those are the two things that I can say. I about just Final feel like Fantasy I'm getting away for that, but. <laughs> we, there's no but. I cannot say anything else about it oh, because, because I can't even say I why. I just want to play I can't for even the music. Why. Dang it. Like, I can't all I even say for. why. So. I, unless you want me to spoil the game no, for you. No, please don't. We can't even you, talk about anything about no. it. So. Literally, I do. I can't even. There's people at work that I've been able to talk about it with um, on chat, which has been really nice because I can't talk to anybody else that I know <laughs> who plays games because I can't even give you a reaction. If I give you a reaction, even saying that I loved it is almost a spoiler. So it's not good. It's not. So it's already it's, telling me that it's different than how the story. Of it. It's not. It's not different at all. It's so. I and I can't stop it. I can't say anything else. I cannot <laughs> say anything else it. about it. I've just. I, I'm already ruining it. So stop. I didn't say anything else. I love it. I love the game. It's a great game. They did such a great job. I feel like I'm gonna have an impulse buy in the next the next two weeks. <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> and now let's talk about Final Fantasy VII because I'm already gone too far. So Final Fantasy VII. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I finally finished. So it. let's. Um, yeah, you finally finished it, and I have finished it way too many times. Um, and then let's blow the spoiler horn okay. <laughs> because we should talk about Here's spoilers. a spoiler. Spoiler horn here. Insert here. Good job, Justin. Um, Good job, Justin. So, yes, I started playing this again uh, at the very end of disc one. And then within less than a week, <laughs> finished the game because of a walkthrough. And I was determined to finish this game before Josh... Uh, well, I tried to finish before he finished his, which actually turned out you did it on the same day. So, um, yes. just you did it at probably like two o'clock in the morning because you're crazy. Uh, well, no, it was one. Jesus, <laughs> do you sleep? Uh, sleep is for the week. No, I mean, you know, some. Um, it wasn't one. Uh, no, I finished. I finished the game. I played the night before until like 1230 and then we put the baby down like fed the baby and put the baby down but then i got up in the morning and i had some extra time before i started work so i um i knew i was really close yeah, you just like re- i knew exactly where i was at so i fired it up and yep lo and behold i finished it in like 30 minutes and then you were like <laughs> and watched the ending and was I can't even say what happened, and then um, yeah, so I finished the game. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's, not, let's not have Josh like literally spoil it. I'm gonna explode. I'm literally gonna explode. Um, so we need to stop talking. About okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I oh. fin- I'm trying to remember. I it was basically with uh, we're just going to end, which is something along the lines of the ancient 
being at the Temple of Ancients, yada yada, Sephiroth has the Black Materia, yada yada. But anyways, so I played through that whole thing, and uh, my reactions from when, spoilers, Aerith, 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 Aerith. Well, in Final Fantasy VII, in the U.S. release, it's Aerith. Okay, well, I want to say it the right way. Which is terrible. Um, yeah, it's Aerith is her real name. Uh, gets literally spiked by Sephiroth like an uh, like a jerk uh, which I already knew it was coming but like that feeling of that happening is like wow that's just not cool and then it does like the weird cut scene where she like dramatically drops her head back and the the white material or whatever the holy material the holy material yeah bounces and bounces and bounces uh just uh, and bounces to that song which just right oh my gosh that song I got gets me every time i got goosebumps uh at the very end of the game when they're talking about how she was there or like how she they always knew that she was yes. watching over them and her because her song started to play and i'm getting goosebumps right now oh, <laughs> it's it's so incredible but, yeah and like ira was a uh uh a formative teenage boy who had no friends, pretty much. That's not true, but not great friends. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I remember playing that game, and I knew I've said it too many times in this podcast, but I knew she was gonna die. Yeah. Somebody had spoiled that for me way too. Yeah, early. clearly not a good friend. Um, I had like just left Midgar, and um, they told me that that was gonna happen, and they're like, "Did you get to the part where she dies yet?" I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, never mind." I'm like, "No." So I'm waiting from that point to see her die. And I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. And then you get to the, the um, North continent and the forest. And I'm like, she's going to die. Cause she like runs off. I'm like, here we go. This is the beginning of where it's going to happen. I knew it, it was going to happen at some point, but it goes on for a while before you get back down to her. And like that whole scene happens and I knew it was coming. I knew when it started yeah. and yet I was standing Screaming at my yeah. TV that I was going to kill Sephiroth. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And then, like, Genova comes up. I'm like, you're dead. I'm going to kill you. Yes. I was so mad. I was so angry. It just, oh, my God. It was so good. It was so emotional. It was such an emotional moment for me. So, right. Yeah, and so uh, while I was playing this, I was having, like, flashbacks of, I know this is terrible, uh, playing Kingdom Hearts because Sephiroth is a one of the main uh, enemies or one of the main enemies sort of in the uh, first one and really? yeah he uh plays a really big part with ansem who's uh, sort of like uh, a sephiroth in a sense uh and like some of his like one the one winged when he has the wing come out um that like that level of the or that like that tier of the boss uh just kind of rem- it was really reminiscent uh but overall like going through the the story from the point of where basically you have no hope and then you get hope and then your hope smashed because you're like splitting up as a team to try and f- defeat certain areas yeah. uh and like there's the uh, the scene on the airship when you're Cloud and Tifa. That was awesome too, by the way. Um, yes. When Cloud and Tifa are like, "Well, everyone's gone. They're like, they do their things before this final battle that we might not make it out of." And then they have their whole, the whole thing of basically Cloud figuring out who he was, um, which full disclosure was a surprise to me. Um, even after watching um, Advent Children way before this. And yeah, having they don't the, spoil that part. No, uh, so I was shocked 
Um, one, understanding that he's not a creation. Uh, at first, it sounded like he was a creation of, um, no, it's Dr. Hojo, right? Yeah. But it's not. He just was nobody. Yep. And Zach made him a somebody. <laughs> so I want to ask you if you have gone back to the Shinra mansion. Did you see all the bits where he was putting tanks and stuff down there? Who? Cloud. No, I did not. Yeah, so so, so you need to get back there. Did you get Vince, Vincent in the yes. game? Yes, yeah, Vincent, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So there's a part of the game, and I forget how to see it, but you get to see when Cloud is in a tank mm-hmm. in the bottom of the Shinra Mansion. So he was experimented on. Mm-hmm. That's why he has the Mako eyes. Right. Or Mako, sorry. Right. Mako. Right. The Mako eyes. Yeah. Um, so he is... Uh, he became like a soldier. He just never was. Yeah, correct. He was never accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, he was. I love it that he was just one of the. That reveal was so incredible. Right. Um, I was like, wow, that he was just one of the soldiers, not the capital soldier, but like yeah. the, just one of the guys with the you know with the guns and the the helmet. <laughs> right. Exactly. And like how Zach basically said, like, or well, they say it in the Advent Children, but they, I don't know if it actually actually said it in this game. Um, but it was like that you are like my legacy now that I'm dead, but you don't get there <laughs> and you don't understand like any of that yeah. because he's like having these aneurysms because Cloud's trying to figure out like, who am I? Like, how did I take on this personality? He's so damaged from all the trauma, yeah. from all the experiments, from all the happenings that happened in his past that just like, and that's what I love the like split personality yeah. trauma that he's had. Yeah from all this stuff that's going on is incredible. Right, and T- the fact that they put that in a game. Yeah, and Cause Tifa's <laughs> like, you're not the same cloud that you were before when you came back. Yeah. And at first it made it seem like he's not, she's wrong and doesn't know, like maybe she's confusing him for Zach or she's confusing him for somebody else. Yeah. And, uh, makes everything makes complete sense now because when Aerith was like, Oh, you remind me of him. I'm like, who? who? Yeah. I was like, what? Say, what now? This totally makes sense because like the, he like t- took on these two people. Like he basically took on two people's personalities and molded them together and had all this trauma yep. from that. Uh, but yeah, it's it, yeah, that whole reveal was crazy. Um, and I, that's what got me hooked. That is the hook point for me. I know it was very far into the game, but that twist no, but was like, very good. It, you, unfortunately, I think you were you've seen advent children and the game's been out for a billion years. Yeah. So everybody knows Aerith dies. Yeah. Aerith dies. Um, and so that unfortunately can't be a, a hook for anybody anymore, but there are, like I mentioned, there's so many twists in that game that are just so enjoyable. And that one spoil part is not going to break the game. There's so much to it. And the cloud part is such a important piece and so good. And to have him, the redemption story that the mini redemption story that happens with him throughout the game as you're playing the other parts of the stories in the other arcs and have him be a whole person. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it, like and saying it out loud. By the end of the game, he's a whole person and he's like he's confronting Sephiroth as cloud and he's never been a whole cloud the whole game. So just 
that whole story of him coming out of that and Tifa helping him through it. And, right. and I love the, the dichotomy between them from the beginning, even from the beginning where she's like not sure and is trying to coddle him a little bit and like trying not to break him by like saying too much right. and like kind of nudging him. Like, are you sure that's what happened? Or, um, do you remember cloud yeah. or like the things that she says? It's like, Oh my it God, I can't wait. For some of that stuff to happen in the next whatever they're going to call the next one, volume two. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the stuff that happens as it moves forward and she's like still coddling him or like still still pressing on some of those things. I, I can't wait to see that interaction because the detail that you get from the – I can't talk about this game. So yeah. Final Fantasy VII is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it was great. Uh, I We've defeated Sephiroth and – what I thought was really cool at the end, um, everybody's you know happy, yada yada. They didn't talk about the geostigma, which is in Advent Children. Um, no, that was one hundred percent Advent yeah, Children. Yeah. So, but I did like the fact that there was like the very end after I waited through the extremely long credits. Um, <laughs> excruciating was the scene where uh, what's his name? Red, Red thirteen. 13 thank you, Yasu. Yeah. So he. Him running through the, uh, the yeah, f- the uh, c- the cavern, basically, and then like popping out and looking at the uh, the old um, Midgar, basically, uh, and uh, that was cool. And then the crossover yeah. is and because uh, I immediately watched Advent Children that day, uh, just because I needed to like have that completion, uh, and everything else made sense. Because when I watched that movie the first time, I had I was like, this doesn't make any sense because I've never played Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. But now uh, There's like way too much to miss. All the people in it all make sense. Everybody. Um, and also Crisis Core makes sense now too. Like all that stuff started to tie together and it's incredible. So I can't wait yeah. to play the new one the, or the remake. Like I am really, really considering. You have to play it, like, Justin. You have to yeah, play it. Yeah, I, I don't know how, but I, I, I really <laughs> want to play that game just because it, it I had such a better, so much better of a time re, replay, not replaying it, but like restarting the effort than I did before because it was more like a chore at that point. This time was me really trying to ex- experience the story. So yeah, um, that's yeah. the important part of this. And once you get hooked, you're hooked. Oh, yeah, I was. It's, I was down. Yeah. I was down to clown, man. I was getting through that like fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just love that they took all the RPG, um, you know, cliches mm-hmm. and just twisted it every single time. That was such a new thing at the time. And granted, it's overdone now. We've done so many different twistings of all that stuff. But at the time, it was like. Okay, we just did Final Fantasy VI, and again, it was the crystals, and there were some really good twists in that game too, but, you know, let's do something completely different, and the cyberpunk style with the, like, magic with, it's just such a great mix of ridiculousness that I love that game so much. Yeah. It's it's really good. It if you haven't played it, you have to play it, and uh, it's it's a hallmark. The one thing that it does have a da- downfall, and you mentioned it before, the um, localization, the translation in that game is atrocious. Yes. Like whoever did that should be shot because, like, firstly, just to name Eris, Eris, and not Aerith, really, come on. <laughs> and then, and then just the things that some people say, you're like, oh my gosh, come on, guys, you could have done way better. Yeah, it is pretty bad. So. 
Um, but but yeah. also I just kind of tied it up with being for the times that it was when that game came out. But for sure. For but sure. yeah, I don't really have much other to say than that. It it definitely was uh, rewarding, and f- I got I feel like I fulfilled something by completing the game. Yeah. Uh, and not just saying, oh, I like Final Fantasy games and never actually completing one other than Crisis Core, so, <laughs> um, which is kind of a atrocity, even though it's a really good game. Um, that was the first game in my history that hit me that hard with emotion. Yeah. And maybe it's not the best one, I would say, uh, for sure, with emotion. I would I would give that title to, to The Last of Us, for sure. But yes. it's... It's the first time for sure, and it's the first time that I cared about characters that strongly and feel a connection to the characters on like a personal level. <laughs> and yeah. I remember watching Advent Children and just being like gut punched the whole movie with like, oh my gosh, it's them, and seeing them in like this live action style, right. you know, movie. Cloud, it's just Cloud it's is... not actually live action, but the like acting yeah. was just incredible. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, very good. Very good um, stuff. What was I was gonna say, shoot. Uh, it was uh, it, just something that somebody said, and I'm gonna end with this, and then we can go to the uh, or quickly do off beaten trail. Um, someone said about like the games like The Last of Us and Last of Us Two, and sometimes even games like this that someone will ask you, "Oh, was it fun to play?" And the, if they'll say, "No, it wasn't fun to play because the game was uh, the story was so good." Yeah, but the story itself. Yeah, it's like had, a, you know, it's like an incredible movie. It's, yeah, it, you know, where you watch a movie and you get out of there and it just affected you so much, so much in such a negative way, or even such a positive way. But like you're just, you're just doubled over with emotion, right. and it was almost hard to watch. Right. And yet you're like, that was an incredible movie because it was so well done that I felt right. it that that well, close. But I guess I didn't do it justice by explaining like the game itself is a masterpiece, but the. The, playing it is not fun because you're going through all these deep and very very intense dialogues of uh certain uh issues that we're experiencing today or whatever yeah like, that it just makes it the game not fun to play but it makes it an amazing game to have gone through so uh that's how i yeah. feel about this game but i still enjoyed playing it but like there were parts where like this was deep so i really really uh really liked it but um, yeah, let's get off to the beaten trail, <laughs> off the beaten trail, and uh, <laughs> do what. Uh, I I do want to add one thing. The end battle with Sephiroth was incredible. Yes. Um, but I remember. Sephiroth. I think I mentioned this. It's such a good song. Yeah. The the song too at the time, especially was like, is this happening? And I was so immersed in that moment. Yes. Um, so the first time I got there, I had played. I had. I was so enamored with the game. I played through that game so fast and I got there in, I think it was 33 hours or 36 mm-hmm. hours. And I was vastly underprepared for that battle because I had rushed through so badly and just not really done any grinding or like any got gotten any to the, any point where like I had mastered any material. And so I got there and he just wrecked me. Like I had a hard time getting down to him and mm-hmm. then he just wrecked right. me and so bad. I'm like, how do I even begin to, approach this and that's when i lost my memory card and then i was like i i can't go back like that was like three months of my life right that like i just lost so it took me a while to get back to it and then the second time i played through it was like 80 hours i put into it and i went and did everything i could and i found 
um, I beat all the weapons and I got all the special summoning materials. Mm. So by the time I got to him, I had like the super crazy like mime tactics where like somebody would cast Knights of the Round and then they'd mime it three times and it just happened over and over and over again and just do massive quantities of damage. So it wasn't easy, but it also wasn't impossible. Right. It was like, you know, much, much easier. So, um, yeah, great times. So anyway, off the beaten trail, off the beaten trail. Uh, I don't have one because I can't, I'm a terrible individual. Um, no, no, I, I'm finding it harder and harder to find, off the beaten trail games for myself. Yes. So maybe we we can re, we'll have to revisit this and see if the yeah maybe we can maybe ch- uh, change the terms maybe. Uh, but yeah, what's this game called? Endless Legend. Yeah, it's Endless Legend, and I realized after I put it in, I probably should have started with something like Endless Space. But this company that makes this game, um, of course, I'm blanking on them. So it's actually Sega yeah. is the publisher, Am- developed by Amplitude. Yeah amplitude rather oh my gosh anyway they make endless games that's what they're called it's like an endless franchise um endless legend is i would say their peak of awesome games it's a a 4x game so you know um, explore expand exterminate whatever it is 4x anyway you the idea is it's like civilization you build up your civilization but in a fantasy world and you try to prosper and you fight all the other civilizations around you and build up tech and it's a turn-based game it's incredible this game is awesome because it's i feel like it's better than civilization in a lot of ways and maybe i'm biased because it's fantasy but the combat system alone is so good when you get into combat it does almost like a rpg style like goes to a different screen and you move your pieces over like a hex chessboard Mm -hmm. But um, it's pretty involved and a lot of fun. And this is such a one more turn game where you just can't put it down. You're like, I'm just going to go one more turn. And then you get to the next part and you're like, oh, I got to go one more, one more turn. Um, the incredible amount of detail, what takes this game over the top is the incredible amount of detail they added to a lot of the random events that happen in the game um, are like quests almost and they have entire stories like written into these little quests and they're all random so (laughs) the stuff that happens around your civilization is just a blast so it's just a ton of fun to play this game and you could lose hours upon hours upon hours in this game and still not scratch the surface on it so it's very intuitive they they have a great track record for their ui it's very intuitive and very straightforward and um, a little bit more deep than, say, like an Endless Space, which was the game I came to them from, their first game that I played, um, which I think I'll bring that one up next week because Endless Space is awesome. We're not next week, but the week after when we do this again. Yeah. Um, but Endless Legend, amazing. They have a ton of expansions. It's um, really cheap right now. Actually, it's, it's on bucks. sale for $7.50. Yeah. Uh, great great game so if you have the money to spare i would say try it out enjoy it um and good luck losing that many hours <laughs> so that looks pretty awesome yeah, i just look, looked at endless space 2 and that looks pretty snazzy. i don't have endless space 2 i have endless space and i haven't bought endless space 2 yet which i plan on at some point doing um what happened is it wasn't incredibly different from endless space. So I was like, yeah, I'll just wait. And I just have been waiting since. So Hmm. endless space though, I played a ton of that game and 
Um, what I like about Endless Space, well, I'll talk about it next time, but uh, it's it's very simplistic and straightforward, but still very deep. So I really like that game. Um, I, again, I'll, I'll talk about it on our next Off the Beaten Trail nice. corner. So that's the one I have for today. Is there anything you would like to say before we disperse? I would like to say that games, there's too many and too often and all the things. Like uh, Nintendo has a crazy sale going on. Yes. Half their stuff is half off, including their first party titles. Like what? Yeah, Dragon Quest what? is $41. I was, I've been staring at Tales of Asperia in my cart forever. Like the definitive edition yeah. for Switch. Yeah. I've been staring at it. Um, so it's just too much there's just too much justin yeah. too there's much a lot game. of games i mean even uh the drop of like uh bioshock being introduced the collection oh, uh, and, I, and apparently yes. it runs very 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 well on the switch same with uh borderlands but you know how i am like i'm done with borderlands um <laughs> yeah, i have no interest but like bioshock i want to get back to like i that's one of my um, regrets, I would say, from games that I haven't played in the past, yeah. and I played through a good portion of it, and then they came out with the remaster, and I got it for free, but then I was like, I gotta restart the game! Oh, yes. no. <laughs> you need to play it eventually. Yeah. Yes, that and um, Dishonored. Those are the <sighs> two that are just like, I have to play these games! They are, it's been too long, I need to play Dishonored them. Dishonored so, is yes. good. I, that's a whole other animal. Um, yeah, so if you guys are Looking for some sales that pretty much everybody's having those sales uh, right now. So jump onto any major platform or uh, major developer producer, and I can almost guarantee you you're gonna find a sale. Even I mean, Steam. Yeah, you can like crazy. fall into them. Yeah, literally fall into them. Um, Check with your local retailer. Yeah. Wow, we sound like a an advertisement. Um, <laughs> I I think that's it. Then I, I think I'm done talking to you because I got nothing else to say. Fine, I'm done talking to you. All right, see you. All right, bye.